Welcome to Good News Goodnight, an almost weekly deep dive of good news stories throughout time. My name's Siobhan, I'm Em's mum, and I'm so happy you're here. Please remember to subscribe, share this podcast with your nearest and dearest, and rate and review on iTunes so that other people can find our lovely Em. You can always find her sources in the show notes. Find Em on Instagram at goodnews underscore goodnight. And, because you're probably wondering, this beautiful song, False Hope, is from kerstervy.jpg, featuring Soda Chi. I hope you enjoy this story, and that you sleep well. Sometimes while I'm working away at my laptop, I'm drawn into a daydream where I throw my life as I know it up in the air, get out my camping gear and head for the hills. But I do worry too much. I worry about dollars, about losing traction in my hard-fought-for career, about losing friends or family or not being there when I'm needed. But mostly, I worry about what other people would think. There are some reasons that we see more men showcased in the public arena as adventurers. The first is that there's more appetite for the stories of men. Sigh, when will this change? And the second is that, in fact, men are more active participants in adventuring. There are women who may well have had those same concerns, as I've had, but they've done their thing anyway. Take Fanny Durack. From 1906 until 1920, Fanny was the force to beat in the swimming pool. From 1912 to 1920, she held the swimming world record for 100 metres freestyle and the 200 metre record from 1915 to 1920 and so many others to boot. For some context, in the good old days, women really were quite outrageous if they even wore a bathing suit let alone competed in swimming races. So you won't be surprised to hear that the New South Wales Ladies Swimming Association was actually opposed to women participating in the Olympic Games, and so for a hot minute, Fanny and her close friend and fellow swimming champion, Minor Wiley, were refused permission to participate in the 1912 Olympic Games in Stockholm. But popular opinion overruled the association, with many advocates speaking up on the swimmers' behalf, and they were finally granted permission to attend. Mind you, they were told to pay their own way, and so they organised local fundraising to pay for themselves, as well as for the obligatory chaperones. Fanny Durack went on to set a new world record in the heats of the 100 metre freestyle, and she won the final. This made her the first Australian woman to win an Olympic gold medal in a swimming event, and she held that title until 1932. Now at around the same time, this Australian was making a splash on the international swimming scene, Amelia Earhart had taken to the skies. Although an experienced pilot, Amelia's first big first was in 1928, crossing the Atlantic by airplane as a passenger, and for this alone she became a celebrity. 
So you can imagine the flurry of the world's attention when in 1932 she was the first woman to make a non-stop solo transatlantic flight. Not only that, but the same year she became the first person ever to have crossed the Atlantic twice. Amelia really has a lot of firsts next to her name. World altitude records and speed records, non-stop flights and transcontinental records. She was amazing. Let's take a look at adventuring women of the modern day. What say even this century? Sarah Marquis likes to walk. Well, I hope she does. Because in the year 2000, she walked from Canada to Mexico. And from 2002 to 2003, she spent 510 days alone crossing the Australian outback. And in 2006, she trekked from Santiago in Chile to Machu Picchu. But then the biggie, and I know it's hard to believe there could be anything bigger. But from 2012 to 2013, she walked from Siberia to Australia. Now, Sarah says that surviving in any environment isn't just about the technicalities. It's about exploring our capacities to open new doors into the unknown and allowing ourselves to be amazed about everything. I wonder if the awe and wonder is the key to it, to being interested even just that much to try, even if you're not sure you can do it. World-class ski mountaineering Kit Deloria certainly uses wonder, but also challenge and perhaps just a little bit of competitive edge to help her with her efforts. In April 2014, Kit read a book called Seven Summits by Dick Bass, and she thought, I bet I could ski these. And only two years later, she became the first person to climb and ski the tallest peaks on each continent. Or how about Jennifer Farr Davis, who in 2011 set a new record on the 2,181 mile Appalachian Trail. Previously records had been set by trail runners, but Jennifer was a hiker, not a runner, and also previous records were held by men. Now Jennifer wondered, it might just be faster to walk, but with more hours each day, and she did it. She made the hike in 46 days, 11 hours and 20 minutes. She walked 16 hours a day, which was on average 46 miles a day. And that's about 75 kilometres. This to me is incomprehensible. I can't imagine walking 75 kilometres once, let alone 46 times in a row. The thing is, in general, women have a lot of fear about trying new activities or getting involved in sport. Not the mortal fear that surely would have been experienced by some of the adventuresome folk I've spoken of today, but a fear of being judged, or of not being fit enough to start, or sometimes of not finishing what we start. You know, twice as many women than men put off getting active because they're worried about what other people will think. I don't think that when Sarah Marquis is opening new doors into the unknown, 
She's worrying what other people think of her. But we do, and our children learn this anxiety. And so it perpetuates on and on. Grandmother, mother, daughter. Through the generations of races not run, mountains not climbed, oceans not swum, dancers not dancing, and all because we worry. I think there may just be a case for putting down the worry and just doing the things our bodies want to do. And doing it for ourselves, for our own pleasure and joy and discovery. Opening our own doors and windows into the unknown. It's important to seize this day. Life is so short. Let's take any chance to move our bodies the way they crave to be moved. To say the truths of our existence, say the words that are important to us. To move fast or move slow, to walk that trail, surf that wave, run the track. To dance in the lounge room or the studio or the nightclub or the street. Or just splash in the waves. Maybe I don't need to tuck in my day job to feel adventurous and free. Maybe it's a smaller thing that my heart desires and my body craves. One day maybe I'll be the grandmother that showed the mother, that showed the daughter, that it's okay to start, to try, to achieve and sometimes to fail. Thanks so much for being here with me for this episode of Good News, Good Night. Sleep well 